0: Do you ever struggle with anger, frustration? Do you sometimes suppress it? Or maybe you express your anger in destructive ways. Perhaps you've been taught anger is a sin and you just need to repent and forgive. But my question to you is, have you ever been taught how to process anger in a healthy way? Friend, if so, this episode of the Created to Thrive podcast is for you. Understanding and Processing Anger, A Pathway to Better Emotional Health. Join me, Lori Snyder, as I have a great discussion with my friend Lisa Penny as she returns on the podcast to discuss emotional health. And today we're going to talk about the misunderstood emotion of anger. We discuss four different types of anger and the underlying emotions that often fuel it. Now, friends, not all anger is sin. Jesus even demonstrated that for us. There is righteous and even justified anger. Yet often as believers, we focus too much on rushing to forgiveness or letting go, but little on understanding, processing that strong emotion. Because forgiveness does not always help with anger. And we discussed the importance of processing that anger, not just managing it, but processing it with God and even the person who caused those feelings. Now, forgiveness is important. and my last episode, I did share my prayer and process of how I forgive someone, including myself and even God. What are the stories that we tell ourselves, and what are the stories we need healing from? And I have a free resource for you that will help you uh, go even deeper, where I give you 10 discussion questions to help you unpack some of your story, to look at the areas where you need to release and forgive. And so go grab that at com forward slash resources. Again, it's a free guide for you and includes includes the prayer that you can pray to release forgiveness for someone. But back to for today's show, we're talking about anger. And I want to have you really engage us with this thought provoking journey as we seek to understand and master our emotions for our better emotional health. And as always Lisa and I transparently share some of our own personal struggles with anger and how it negatively affected our relationships until we learned how to process anger in a healthy way. Now stay tuned for our next episode where we are going to dive in to understanding the root causes of anger, such as fear and shame and regret and insecurity. And I would love to hear your comments or questions that you have on anger or really any of the emotional topics that we've been talking about. Would you just email me at lori at laurieksnyder.com or you can visit me on my website, laurieksnyder.com with those questions and comments, because I would love to know what your thoughts, where you're struggling, where you're wanting breakthrough so we can help you thrive. And then I do have a request if you have not left a review yet on Apple Podcasts for me for this podcast. Would you please take two minutes to do that right now? It's real simple. And if you need help with that, just email me at Lori at lauriecasnyder.com. All right, so tune in now as Lisa and I give you some insights and guidance and support you on your journey towards your emotional well-being. Here we go. But first, This episode is sponsored by Access More. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts but don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like religion, culture, family, entertainment, and more. From the organizer behind K-Love and Air One Radio, Access More has curated a library of podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Torn Wells and Bob Goff. If you're a fan of this show, I know you will find encouragement, hope, and joy through the many inspirational conversations about faith at AccessMore.com. I'm so excited to have my good friend, Lisa Penny, back on the show with me today. Lisa is the founder of Wholeness in Practice, and her new app, Get Attuned, is coming out real soon. Welcome, Lisa. Let's hear all about what's happening with you.
1: Well, I think the app's finally going to come out. Emotional health, spiritual rest, finally going to be in the palm of your hands. It'll be available on both the Apple platform and the Google platform for download.
0: We are all about helping people thrive. What I want to talk about today is the importance of understanding what is anger and how do we process it mm-hmm. instead of just managing it? Because we hear about anger management, but that's actually not a healthy way to live.
1: It's not. Yeah. I mean, some of the techniques are good, but not. it's very misunderstood. Yeah. So processing anger, well now we're going to talk personal. I was an angry kid. (laughs) And when you're young, you're not allowed to express anger or, you know, there's consequences. So growing up, there was this growing anger inside of me become a teenager. And that anger came out in, um, a lot of my teen relationships. Um, Uh, I'll tell you a personal story. There was a girl that was threatening me, and I just happened to have a deer antler, and she jumped out of the car, came at me with her fist. I don't even remember the whole story. Um, Some guys jumped on off of a roof of a building they were working on and broke us up. I end up in a a local police station and my dad had to bail me out. So there's that story. (laughs) I'm very familiar with anger.
0: That's so funny.
1: um, The destructive kind, the suppressed kind, and the processing of it. Like I'm older now. I've learned how to process it.
0: Yeah. And I can't wait to get into that because we are, one thing that I have found is, especially as Christians, we're ignorant of how to healthy or how to um, process anger in a healthy way to have healthy coping strategies versus Mm -hmm. negative. And I too, as a kid, I wouldn't have said I was an angry child. I was a very shy child. I was athletic and I grew up with all boys, but because I had um, molestation in my past, um, I would take out anger towards boys and hit them, but that was acceptable, but I would always punch them and girls, I would fawn. And we'll talk about that later on in another episode on people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Why do we just play small to fit in? And it was interesting that how I expressed anger, but my anger came out with words, the cattiness towards the girls. And um, I used Athletics as a way of beating people, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or the grades to get better grades so I could overcome. So we just don't recognize when we are done wrong, the injustices or the betrayal or the um, even just fear and anxiety and rejection and regret, how all of that builds. And when it's suppressed, it will come out in unhealthy ways. So I know we're going to get into that. So let's talk first about. Understanding, there are four types of anger. So I want you to talk about, help people understand that anger is not necessarily a sin.
1: No, it's not. Even Jesus got angry. Um, God in the Old Testament talked about being so angry. He regretted man, making man. So we're made in God's image. So we have to reckon with our anger. And that's all there is to it. The way it's been done historically in the church, in the modern churches, just forgive. Forgiveness doesn't really do it all. You have to recognize what else is going on. If you're angry because, let's say, your son ended up in jail and you're mad at him despite numerous warnings, um, that's one thing. How you express that anger is something you express towards God so that when you're face-to-face with your son, you present yourself calm, cool, and collected. Because if you can't do that, everything disintegrates. So then your anger is becoming destructive. Yeah. And so destructive anger shows up like road rage. It shows up like... um, throwing things at a wall or your kids or your wife or your husband. And, you know, let's, let's be honest. We Christians, we don't do things like that. <laughs> um, but that's what happens when your anger doesn't have a place to be processed or expressed in a healthy way. It's going to come out with destruction destruction towards relationships and property um, and self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Our anger can sabotage something very good. So think about toxic work environments. You have this great job where you're making a ton of money. If it's a toxic work environment and you're trying really hard not to blow up at a coworker or a boss, Um, something's going to come out eventually. Maybe today you have it under control. If you don't process it, it builds up until you do explode. And is it justified? Maybe, maybe not. That's still, that's really dependent on the individual situation. Okay. Okay, so an example of a justified anger in the workplace would be, you did all this work on a project and your coworker really didn't carry his weight, but the coworker took all the credit mm-hmm. and the boss gave them all the props yeah. and all the glory. Is that a justified anger? Yes. Well, just simply saying, God, I choose to forgive them help. Mm, maybe probably not though. I think we have to take the injustice of it all To God and say, This was wrong. Tell me about a time when you experienced injustice, God, and how did you handle it? And you're going to find that if you can do that, you'll end up um, relating to God, entering into the sufferings of Christ in a really healthy way. So Jesus suffered, we're suffering. But we're suffering with hope. We're suffering knowing that God understands. And so justified anger is a thing that we have to reckon with,
0: yeah. so a justified um in anger would be like Jesus on the Sabbath when he heals on mm-hmm. the Sabbath in mm-hmm. Mark uh, three verses four, and he's talking to the the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. and he calls them out on it. So explain, explain how it was justified in that, that which, you know, he, he challenges them. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath?
1: Yeah. Well, because, because of their rules, they're taking away something that somebody really needs. That man needed healing, but the rules were in the way. And Jesus was like, uh, uh-huh, I think I'm just going to, Ignore them. Yeah. No. And I'm going to do what's best for the person. Yeah. I'm and gonna that's give him what he's been longing for.
0: And that's where God always wants to value that person. Mm-hmm. And religion, legalism tries to devalue mankind, mm-hmm. elevate God as so holy, so high. And God wants to value that person. And Jesus, that's why Jesus was always going to the heart. And he says, you know, if you've murdered in your heart, you've committed murder. (laughs) You may not have physically hurt them, but you have already cursed them. You've already plotted how you're going to get back at them at that injustice. And it's a heart issue. And God wants to heal your heart.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So we talked about destructive and justified. Mm -hmm. But there's a righteous anger, which Jesus displayed in the temple courts. He was just straight up wrong to be selling things for a profit when people were coming for a sacred time and to give a sacrifice. That's just, that's a righteous anger. Where can we see righteous anger here in America now? I'd say with with the whole concept of um, the borders. Mm -hmm. Some people get justifiably and rightly upset at the number of people entering the country. Some people get justifiably and righteously upset that we're not caring for the poor, the broken, the needy. And those trying to enter the country, it's a dicey thing, but it's what we grapple with today. So is it righteous to let them come in or is it righteous to take care of your own? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that's that wrestling with God and having that relationship with him. It's not the rules and the regulations because that leads to rebellion. As soon as you say you can't, there's something in us that says, bless God, I will. So,
1: um, <laughs> like a true Southerner. Yeah.
0: So there, there, that righteous anger. Um, how does it get used when let's what you had termed as we, people will weaponize a righteous anger. Mm-hmm. where they use it as a weapon against someone like um, the concept of religious ang- or righteous anger used destructively, whether that's like using a scripture against someone um, like well, that's uh, true. abuse or just yeah. dis- like a parent disciplining their child in a very rageful way or um, using a scripture out of turn or to the Wait, extent.
1: How about when we use the scripture out of t- turn on our children? Yes. You know, um, spare not the rod, but we're really harming the child with the way we're not with the way we're using the rod. That's not righteous anger. That's weaponized scripture. Then there are, okay, other weaponized scripture that produce anger are women being told you God hates divorce, but Maybe the person saying it doesn't have the whole story, or maybe they've spoken to a pastor who said, Doesn't matter, God hates divorce, and you have to stay in this situation. That's weaponizing scripture. So, everything we do in our conversations when we're caring for others has to come from a place of true listening. And what would
0: Jesus do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's times where that relationship, whether they're, if they're in a marriage is not safe. If there is, let's say one of the spouses Mm -hmm. is in rageful anger and abusive, Mm -hmm. that is not a safe space for healing to even take place. So a time of separation can be holy Mm -hmm. to give them time to get the counsel, to get the therapy and whatever they need.
1: Well, even the the one that have even the woman, I'll I'll say specifically women, because um abusive situations typically happen to women, don't stem from women. I think right. the stats are like 92 to 98 percent are male dominated abuse hmm. and only two to six percent are female dominated abuse so the woman that is told you have to stay is now experiencing injustice and she's told culturally and scripturally she's supposed to be meek. so her anger gets all jammed up mm-hmm. so understanding that woman needs to understand that her anger is righteous yes it's justified and right. if she doesn't do it it's destructive, because it might make her sick.
0: Exactly. Because I talk with so many women that um, are in situations that are destructive, um, that they're told continually by either their husband or the spiritual directors and leaders, you need to forgive. And they'll constantly bring that forgiveness card. And I said, forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same.
1: They're not, nor is forgiveness help. uh, a thing that helps anger. It can, but very often it doesn't. Um anger needs to be processed with God and with the person that we're in relationship with that has made us angry. So if it can be taken care of between you and God, it's still not I forgive them. It's bringing your own heart and you being able to be honest enough to say this was wrong, God, I was wronged. Yeah. And then listen for how the Holy Spirit might want to respond to you. Yeah. He might say to you, yeah, it was wrong, made me mad too. Yeah. And you know what, that might not sound very scriptural like, but I'll tell you to the woman that is struggling with injustice. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, somebody gets me. God gets me. Even if my pastor doesn't, God gets me. And it made him mad too. What does that do for your soul? When you find out that like God's for you that much, that he was upset on your behalf.
0: God is the one that is going to give you, he's given you the Holy spirit who is your counselor and your helper and your comforter, who will lead you into all truth. And we have to first and foremost learn how to abide in him mm-hmm. and follow his leading. And then we need um, someone safe to hold space for us to process what's going on. That's not going to judge us. That's going to just sit with us and listen to our story so we can share that without being judged or told. You just automatically have to forgive because I'll tell you, you can go through that forgiveness and you still are so angry and you're angry that you have to forgive. But if you can move through and process that anger to where you get to the place to say, okay, I forgive because Forgiveness is a gift that I give to myself. It means to send forth, to move, remove from me. So mm-hmm. I'm giving this gift to me. It doesn't get the person off the hook. It doesn't mean I trust mm-hmm. them. It doesn't mean I reconcile with them. It just means I'm not going to retain and judge what they did to me and hold that injustice. I'm releasing that to the Lord. And now I can start to move through that process. So
1: here's the thing. Too much of what we do as believers is directional. Okay. When you're processing anger, it's first and foremost, an upward and downward looking up and allowing God in to that place that is in distress, where that anger resides. Then, maybe later, you may have to go and have a conversation with somebody. You may have to quit your job if it's really toxic. I quit a few of them because they were toxic. Yeah, yeah. But it might might be that in the processing, you're able to let it go. And that's a very sacred place between you and God. Yeah. Yeah. So I always... There's no paradigm for that in our modern day Christian vernacular. It's Mm -hmm. forgive and let go, but there's nothing in the middle that says how you do that.
0: Right. Well, and that's what we're here to to change because we want to help people, one, connect deeper with the Lord because he's the one that's created them. He knows your heart more than even you do. He knows how to bring healing and restoration to your soul and that you can reconcile in relationship with others how he is leading you to do it. And then also creating that space to where we want to help you move through these difficult situations because anger is actually, you taught me this, is a secondary emotion. It is. We, we think we can identify with anger, but we've got to look at what's underneath that anger. And that's what our next episode is going to be on, because we can't squeeze all this in, in one, because we've got to look at what's underneath my anger. What's that fear, shame, regret, insecurity, um,
1: helplessness,
0: a, helplessness. And how do we deal with that? And then what happens with chronic anger like I suffered from, which was bitterness mm-hmm. and how that affects our health. And so that will be our next episode. But so just to recap, we talked about the four different types of anger. There's the justified, the righteous. Oh, did we talk about constructive? We didn't really mention constructive. No,
1: we really didn't, but I think we covered it as we talk, as we said, first it's first and foremost vertical between you and God. And then you can constructively have conversations. Yeah. Um, because a constructive anger doesn't show up with rage, right? It shows up with the fruit of self-control.
0: Yes. So good. And we'll talk more about constructive anger in our next episode, as we talk about how do we process that in a healthy mm-hmm. way? So we don't self-sabotage or um, project rage onto other people. Mm-hmm. And then finally the, the destructive anger, which, you know, we can easily understand because that's the unhealthy way of dealing with anger, but Anger is, is meant to be processed, not to be controlled or just to, um, behavior modify as I like to say, um, which is a lot of times what we're taught is just suppress it and that's not healthy. And so anything else that you want to say about this?
1: No, except that I'm looking forward to part two of this. Yeah. I think that'll be an interesting conversation as well.
0: Yeah, because you especially had a message for what we need to know, and you were talking more specifically for a certain person. Can you just speak on that real quick as a little teaser? What we're going to talk about: the caregiver, oh, people pleaser. So,
1: Caregiving is hard. Caretaking and fawning is um, a lot. It can be a habitual form of suppressing anger. Mm. I'll ignore myself so that somebody else will be okay, so that somebody else will not be mad. And then when you start to do the healing work, you're going to be like, whoops, where'd this anger come from? (laughs) And it kind of comes up and hijacks you, Mm. but it's necessary. Otherwise, the person who has learned to suppress might be experiencing physical um, symptoms that go along with anger. Maybe it's simple as high blood pressure, Mm -hmm. but there's a trauma and, and disease go hand in hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to have three episodes because we're going to have to talk about, I want to talk about caregiving because it's becoming, um, ever more present as we have our aging population, population becoming older, um, Mm -hmm. as far as aging older. And, um, I know more of, of my friends and so forth are, are dealing with that right now of having to care for their aging parents. And there's, there's things that we have to know emotionally, um, and not how to take on a guilt or the different things. So there's so much. So I just, yeah, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that you make the difficult topics simple to understand and easy So to speak, to process. Not that it's easy, but simple. It's oh, okay, we all deal with this.
1: Yeah. But it's normal,
0: but we've got to talk about it. We become self aware, but not Mm self-judgmental or self-critical. And that's very important that we don't judge ourselves as we're doing it. We judge the that's a huge
1: roadblock. Yeah. It's huge. And it's so prevalent in our Christian communities. Yeah.
0: Well, we want to make a difference and we want to help. So, well, Lisa, thank you. It's always a pleasure, and I can't wait to have you on the podcast next to talk even more in depth about anger and processing it in a healthy way. So, Thanks all right, friends. Yeah, and you can um, tell people how they can get in touch with you, Lisa.
1: Oh, you can go to wholenessandpractice.com. dot com. Um, you can find out a little bit more about me on social media. There, I'm on. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I don't do LinkedIn too much though.
0: And I'll have all that in the show notes. And again, your Get Attuned app is coming out very soon. So we're yes. excited about that. So, all right, friends, until next time, you were created to thrive. God bless.